Welcome to AdLibND, where a group of amateur role-playing enthusiasts running a weekly livestream D&D game with a twist. The viewing public can vote on a large group of random concepts before the episode takes place. Once tallied, the DM will select five of the ten most popular and tailor that episode of the game against the chosen ideas. Anything can happen. No episode will be the same. You can find where to vote on Discord on the Filthy Pig Discord server. Okay, so where we um, left off the guys last time, they had discovered um, who had um, taken Feldisha York, and um, unfortunately he was horribly uh, killed by some uh, energy balls before he could be interrogated. And the party followed a trail to um, where they believe Feldisha was sent. Um, they went to some caves called the Eldritch Caves, and uh, upon exploring the caves and uh, battling some more of these energy balls, they uh, found uh, what seemed to be the remains of Feldisha and uh, some scattered coins. Unfortunately, one of these coins um, seemed to be fake and uh, sent the group off to a completely different location. Now they find themselves um, in a different city um, in the middle of a jungle and uh, it seems to be um, completely run by uh, wood elves and uh, most of the other races that they have seen seem to be um, servants of some reason or another. They were picked up by um, one Zintay um, who is happy to send them back as long as they perform one particular task for him and that is to retrieve the antler crown. Now, um, there is a Bardic Festival going on at the moment because there is some sort of unusual wedding about to happen, uh, the marriage of two dragons um, that they have been discussing. And so um, with that, I think we'll move on to the actual episode. Now, um, before um, I get you guys to start discussing things, um, you were just about to have a long rest. So I was going to... Um, get um, a, a bit of uh, exposition going on during this long rest. So firstly, Alarak, can I get you um, to migrate into the uh, whispers section of uh, Mumble um, so the other people don't hear what happens? Wait, what? No. Okay, can you hear me okay? I can. Excellent. It's the first time I've done this, so I'm hoping it'll work okay. All right. So, um, unconsciousness, unconsciousness takes you as the welcome, as the welcome of dreamless sleep beckons. This night, though, your mind is on fire. Your consciousness awakens to some to a somewhat familiar cave. It is very hot here, much hotter than what you, what you have come accustomed to in Medanio. As you work your way through the cave, a sense of knowing is nagging you at the back of your mind. Then you realize where you are, that cave on that fateful day that sent you careening to another continent and another life. Your mind screams for your body to stop, but your body does not listen as it works its way towards a hidden teleportation circle. You are just an unwilling passenger in this dream. Try as you might to control it, you can do nothing but watch. Then you see it, the flash of a long dormant arcane, in, um, dormant arcane energy as the teleportation circle comes alive and whisks you away. Before you feel the uh, brutal lurch of being transported hundreds of miles away, something new sticks in your mind. One of the sigils seems familiar to you, but you cannot say why. Then it hits you. You've seen that sigil no less than 16 hours before. 
when you reached that abandoned building and arrived in this strange place, you have uh, had a brief period of time to examine the teleportation circle that brought you here. One of those sigils was the same as this one. And with that bolt of clarity, you, you awake suddenly to the sounds of early morn. Now, um, Alarak, can I get you yeah. to... Sorry? Yeah, uh, I just had a question. What, what does the sigil actually look like? What's the... Uh, what does it resemble? So the, the sigil that um, was familiar to you is um, an incomplete circle with about three lines uh, radiating out from the centre um, at mm -hmm. uh, regular intervals. All right, so it's the same. Okay. Mm -hmm. It's not quite the same as what you've seen before, but um, this one Very reminiscent. Very reminiscent, yeah. So um, can I get you to leave and uh, drag Wabani in for me, please? Sure thing. Okay, I'm I'm here. You're here. Okay, so you're just about to have your long rest, and so um, as your head hits the pillow, you fall instantly to sleep. You have had a crazy and eventful day, and a few hours rest are certainly enticing. The next thing you know, you are standing on a frosty beach somewhere, with no animal or person in sight. The waves lap lazily onto the shore, and then you hear a lady directly behind you speaking. Wapani, is that you? This voice that I hear, um, how does it, like, do I recognize the voice? Um, it's, it, you haven't heard it before, but it certainly seems familiar. It seems to be coming from um, all locations, but uh, when, when you turn your head, you do notice a, a pale-looking woman in uh, flowing blue robes standing there. I wasn't there going to turn my head. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to be, I, I was sitting there thinking, um, is that you, Donaru? Are you here? Yes, Wabani. Oh, oh. Thank, 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 thank you. I, I've been talking to you forever. Uh, why now? I, I have come to talk to you about that relic you so flippantly threw away. Oh, um, yeah, it, it wasn't flippant. He seemed really upset. So I, I thought it would make him happy. You see, this is an important Donaru relic, and you should be holding on to it. Uh, it, it belongs to you, my lady? It has ties to me, yes. And I, I fall down on my knees, and I still, don't, I still don't turn, and I put my hands over my head. I'm so sorry, my lady. I, I, I didn't know. I wasn't sure. I... I couldn't remember. Hush, hush. It is okay, Wabani. But just make sure. Just, just make sure that um, you retrieve it because it will be of great significance. Should I kill? Should I kill him? I, I don't like killing humanoids. No, you, you don't have to kill that man. You just have to make sure you hold on to that item. Okay. I can do that for you, my lady. I will do it. Just, just as you mentioned this, you hear a, a rushing noise as if um, water is surrounding you and, you, and you feel a wetness around your legs. Um, and the water seems to increase and go 
up your legs to your chest and then up to your shoulders and just before you feel like you're about to drown um, you wake up in the early morn um, and um, you find that the um, that you're back at where you were before in this um, strange city of uh, Zishun. Okay. So we'll just move. Sorry, go on. So we were, so we are in our own rooms then, or the shared room that we had. You, you had a shared room, yeah. Okay. So I'm just going to um, uh, move back to the uh, main channel now. Okay. Cool. Okay, I'm back too. All right, so everybody's had a long rest. I'll uh, mark that off. Fantastic. I just wanted to clarify one thing. So these caves that we went into were actually called the Eldritch Caves. El Eldritch Hills is, is Eldritch the uh, Hills. name of the location. We really right. should have thought about this better. Yeah. Yeah. Next time, I propose that we go into the Money, Happy Riches, Valley and Happy Valley Good Times Caves. Seconded. Let's avoid, like, Death Cavern and stuff. Let's just, let's just not go in there. <laughs> I, I, out of character, I thought it was just interesting that, Fel, uh, according to the intro, uh, Feldisha was a male when I thought she, it was a female. Something's if, going on. <laughs> actually, she is a female. If I said male, I apologize. No, no. We know that it's Corbin Brown. <laughs> Eldritch Hills? What's wrong with Eldritch? Eldritch is a, just a good word. I don't see the problems. Eldritch Horror. Nothing good has ever come from that word. El Eldritch Hills, not horror. Guys, back me up on this. It was terrible of you to go in. <laughs> it's, a, it's a bad omen. And I, you've said hills too many times, and I'm, I'm having mild flashbacks to, uh, to uh, um, the haunting of Hill House. <laughs> which was excellent but still don't go there just don't go there don't go into the hills righto so when we wake up um we're in 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 the we're all in the shared room or wait, wait a minute is me and alarak are sharing a room and and riki and and um jace are in the other room yeah um, that's right bindi's napping on my pillow Okay. With her little fluffy tail is curled around my nose. So as soon as I wake up, I rush out of the room and I go and I bang on the door of Jace's and uh, Riki's room. O open the door. Open the door. Jace, open the door. <laughs> Jace uh, uh, sleepily uh, gets up and he wanders over and he opens the door. He's completely naked. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to basically bowl him over. I want, I want to try to uh, make him fall prone. Whoa, oh, whoa, here we go. whoa, buy me a drink first, uh, big <laughs> fella. Bindi, Bindi, starts, uh, Bindi starts chirping in quite an affronted manner and puts her tail over um, over my eyes. <laughs> I'm like, Jace, Jace, you need to give it back. You need to give it back. Donaru, I saw Donaru. She, she spoke to me. I was wrong. I was wrong. You you need to give it back. We're bunny, we're bunny, we're bunny. It's too early in the morning for this nonsense. You've told me yesterday, Obani, that uh, Donnery doesn't speak to you. Uh, why, can we save the tricks for later in the day when we've all had a chance to have, you know, a cup of coffee and some breakfast? Look, look, Jace, Jace, I'm young. 
Normally when I wake up in the morning, you know, I need to go to the bathroom. I don't need to go to the bathroom. This is serious. She visited me in the night. You need to give it back. Look, Mabani, um, normally she visited me in the night is the start of a good story, but this doesn't sound like a good story. It sounds like another one of your bad jokes. You know, ha-ha, play a trick on the new guy. No, play a trick on a new guy is cut your hair off. That's funny. This is not funny. I'm, I'm, I'm really nervous. Uh, she was very clear. That object, that is an object of Donaru. So I need to... I need it back. She told me that I need to hold on to it. When um, Joe sees that Wabani isn't going away, he's, he starts getting dressed. And, um... No, I'm still straddling on top of you while you're down, <laughs> naked or not. <laughs> Let's see a roll for that. <laughs> okay, so um, you can do a, uh, I would assume, a athletics check contested against either dexter, um, athletics or acrobatics there. Ooh. Jace. I am going to do... Okay. Uh, which one do I get to choose? No, you you have to do athletics. I got to do athletics. Damn it! Eight. Athletics. There we go. <laughs> there you go. In, um, with with a uh, brute force that even surprises you, Jace, he knocks you to the ground. She visited um, me. Really, she really, really visited me, Jace. I'm I'm really serious. I was being. I didn't realize how important it was, and and now I do, and it was a mistake. I I probably shouldn't have done what I did. I'm sorry, but please, you, you need to give it back. <clears throat> um, Jace uh, calls out. Um, what's the what's the imp's name again? Um, Masquin. Masquin. Um, are you holding the actual wooden ball? Uh, no. Okay. Um, n nothing uh, responds to your call. I roll off of him at this point. Okay. Jace uh, wanders over and um, picks up the ball and he, he says, Masquin! With a flash of light, the uh, little imp appears and goes, Yes? You called? Get him Get me my pants, and while you're at it, <laughs> uh, Wabani says that this boar is an object of Donaru. Is that true? Donaru, you say? I have not heard that name. Um, as he wanders off and he uh, picks up one of Riki's pants and goes, Is this yours? No, I'm a touch larger than Riki. And I also object I wouldn't have left my pants on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> okay um um oh uh is this it and he holds up um a, a tatty looking pair of uh pants that he's somehow found in a corner no try i can see why um you know you uh uh got cast into this object you know if you can't be uh you know, no better a manservant than uh, than you're showing. Then uh, what, what is the good of you? Hey, that hurts, you know, even for an imp. Well, find me my pants. What do they uh, look like? Masquin, I, 
You don't know Donaru? How? Well, I was sent into this object. That doesn't mean I know who created the object. Anyway, oh, here, here they are. And he picks up your pants, finally, and uh, flies over to hand them over. Okay, Jace um, starts getting dressed. And says, uh, Let's look, if there is a wave symbol on the boar, on the wooden boar, that is her symbol. Is there a wave symbol on the boar? The, the only symbol that you can see is an inverted triangle with an eye inside it. Uh, Jace chose that to all body. No wave. I I do not understand. I I can tell you, she visited me and she told me that I must hold on to this object. I don't know why, but gods don't lie. But people do, Abani. People do. You've been lying to me ever since uh, we first met. Yes. Well, look, you're a stranger. And you've been flamboyant, and normally, you know, uh, you're a target. Uh, you're part of the Dodgy Brothers now. It's a hazing ritual. Am I still being hazed? I will not haze you for a second more. I can't speak for Alarak. If, I mean, this is serious. Donaru visited me. I've never before, I've never ever heard her before. This was the first time, although... Uh, yesterday was a little bit of a revelation and maybe she's been speaking all the time i didn't didn't understand uh, but this was very very clear she spoke to me in her voice i mean it wasn't you know like music to my ears but it was pretty close it was powerful it's not like me talking to you now it's like it was like thunder in my head kind of because it was from every direction Jace uh, sighs and he tosses the boar to Wabani and says, Oh, fine. Well, maybe you can teach Masquin to fetch, a, fetch the right pair of pants the first time. Um, but um, but Masquin, before you go, can you give me my shirt? Um, Masquin at uh, this time has just been looking at your uh, abs this whole time. Uh, <laughs> it, it's rather creepy. And he goes, Oh, yes, sure. Ah, okay. And he sort of flies off and goes, ah, this, no, no, that's too small. Ah, uh, this, oh, um, ah, uh, is this it? And it, it uh, looks like, um, it is your shirt. That's it. Bring it over here. Thank you, Masquin. Okay. Um, are you done with me? Yes. Thank you. Thank you very much. Okay. And so he, um, he hands you the, uh, shirt and then, uh, disappears with a flash of light back into the ball. And... And I'm just like, yeah, you, it's a good thing you, you need to get dressed. Damn, you're really hairy, uh, Jace. Uh, Jace gives uh, Wabani a, a strange look and then realizes his point of reference and says, um, you, you got to get, get out more, Wabani. I'm, what are you looking at that? I'm look, uh, Your chest what, and your back. I, I mean, normally apes have that hair. <laughs> Jace is a half elf. He's not that hairy. <laughs> I'm an albino. I have not a single drop of hair on me. Stereotyping, stereotyping the half elves there. Yes, <laughs> very much. 
Well, anyway, uh, there's genetics in there. Thank you for giving it back. I um, uh, when a, a goddess visits you in your dreams, I, I think it's wise t to listen. I I didn't want her to do something to you. Jones uh, dusts himself off and says, "Yes, well, next time she talks to you, see if you can uh, avoid Ask her uh, a riddle." That wasn't where I was heading, but sure, sure. Uh, ask her, uh, yeah, how is Raven like a writing desk? See what she comes back with. But uh, how I was going to say, Raven like her writing desk. Close enough. Close enough. <laughs> um, I was just going to say, next time she talks to you, perhaps uh, don't tackle me to the floor first thing in the morning. I I was really worried. It it's. Um... I mean, when your god speaks to you in your head... You tackle you the nearest half-elf. I understand completely, but um, perhaps uh, not next time. Right. Let you get dressed first. Gotcha. Okay. So, um, it doesn't take you very long um, for the party to get dressed and ready to head out. Uh, about... Fifteen minutes later, you hear a uh, soft rap on the door, and it's that same halfling who guided you towards the rooms the previous night. Um, he he looks up to you and goes, The Honourable Zinte would uh, like to speak with you now. Uh, Jace uh, slips him a gold piece and says, Lead the way, good fellow. Um, he sort of, uh, when the coin lands in his hand, it sort of just drops out of his hand and, and smacks onto the floor. Um, and he uh, heads on, um, leading the, the party. Adorak dives. Jace picks it up again. <laughs> <laughs> the contest. Alarak no, quick. I think Jace would be close enough to get it before anyone else. Indeed, he's probably so nimble that it doesn't hit the floor. <laughs> Catches in midair. Nice. I think he does. There you go. Twenty-two sleight of hand. Perfect. It's it's like it never fell out of the guy's uh, guy's hand. Okay. So um, you follow this uh, halfling in his uh, deep blue robes, and um, it takes you to a different location you hadn't been to the the previous day. It's it's another internal garden. Uh, this one with uh, some beautiful flowering plants and uh, even what looks to be some vegetables in the corner. And uh, Zinte is sitting at a uh, lovely metal table with uh, some uh, floral patterns uh, all over it and um, he seems to be eating breakfast. And when, when he sees you enter, he goes, Ah, yes, it's you lot again. Are you ready to um, head into the uh, Zubao estate and... Um, Retrieve that crown I have asked for. Oh, I had it taken that we were invited here for breakfast. Uh, uh, surely not on an empty stomach. Look, I don't hear. I'm not here to pay for your food. I can give you a small smattering of rations if that is what you desire, but I am here for your services only. 
And I just say to him, so much for the famed hospitality of the elves, been elvish. He completely ignores that comment. Right, well. He said, Joe says, well, um, the uh, rations would be welcome, but um, one more, uh, perhaps uh, more important request is uh, my companions are unable to speak your language, uh, uh, our language. Uh, could you perhaps uh, facilitate their understanding, uh, perhaps with the tongues spell? <sighs> it will make the motion Everything go much more smooth. Everything you ask for, it's, it's like pulling teeth. Yes, I can arrange that. Um, just wait while I um, get one of my uh, servants to come here. And he uh, claps his hand and... Um, one of the that the halfling who brought uh, brought you here sort of uh, shuffles up. He uh, whispers something to his ear, and um, then the halfling dashes off and goes. Right. Well, we'll have the uh, local cleric to uh, cast those spells on you. Just be aware they don't last too long. What's going on? Uh, just explains the situation. As, as far as I'm aware, that spell only lasts about an hour or so, and um, I think it'll take you a bit longer to actually get into the building. But nevertheless, you can have that spell cast on you. Um, uh, for however long it lasts, it would uh, be most useful. Um... Oh, thank you. Right. Well, um, I I will um, get those required breakfast rations to you um, once we're finished here. Now, um, I I was um, mentioning before that I had a way of uh, disguising yourself such that you do not um, look out of place, as it were. If you guys are ready for that spell, I can commence it now. Is he uh, saying this in Elvish still? To feed us, or what's the plan here, it, Jace? Uh, yeah, Jace says, look, they'll be uh, bringing us food soon and uh, someone to cast uh, tongues on you so you can speak Elvish. But uh, uh, well, we want he, that. he's asking now if we're ready to have the illusion cast on us. So I think we are. Any objections? For breakfast? Yeah, I mean, after breakfast, I would think. And uh, so this means I'll, I'll be able to speak this tongue of yours forever now? For about an hour. Oh, we'll be able to write like... it? No, I don't think so. Because <laughs> Alarak, I'm sure he wants to write swears. <laughs> yeah, I think Ricky's onto something. I was going to write swears. There's a whole page in my book. I'm pretty sure I can show you later. I'm using elven swear words. <laughs> we, that would be good. We should study that for an hour, and then the spell disappears. That would be funny. As you guys are discussing this, um, another, the, the same halfling in the uh, blue outfit uh, arrives, and uh, in tow this time is a an elven man, another wood elf, um, dressed in uh, blue and uh, a little bit of green trim. 
and um, to to your uh, eyes, he looks to be some sort of priest. Um, the halfling is uh, carrying um, some trail rations, which he uh, passes out to you, uh, nodding slightly as he passes each each of you. Um, the, these trail rations look better than what you've seen uh, back at Medanio. Um, and if you do try them, they, they taste a lot better. Um, but they also look like uh, rations that would uh, last you uh, days in your backpack. So um, they're some dried fruits and um, some hard bread and cheese. Limbus bread? <laughs> not quite. <laughs> of course. Certainly not the kind of food that he's eating. He's uh, eating a huge smorgasbord of uh, freshly cooked meats and and eggs and uh, vegetables and such. So these elven rations, uh, they they last how long, did you say? Oh, they'll last um, similar time to normal rations from what you Uh can gather. So um, infinite, apparently, because there's no actual rules to say otherwise. And and they're half the weight, you said? (laughs) No, they they take... It's better. This is great. <laughs> are you guys eating it, or are you just throwing it into your back? Well, uh, I'm eating mine. Yeah, I'm eating mine too. Okay. Yeah. So, there. Uh, one of them, obviously, you're consuming now. Okay. Um, so um, the uh, priest, uh, uh, after speaking to. Zinte quietly for a moment walks up to Alarak and um, he is uh, going up and looking like he's going to touch you on the shoulder. What do you do, Alarak? Do I recognize the symbol that he's wearing? I, I, I want to just have a quick look at what uh, organization he might belong to if I recognize it. Okay, make a perception check. That's a 21. So um, his robes don't seem to have any uh, interesting markings on them, but you do catch a uh, brass symbol around his neck that's partially covered. And uh, it looks like a similar symbol that uh, you noted on the wooden ball. Oh, okay. So given that... uh... Bunny's been going on about the board and the symbol of Donoro. Yeah, I'll trust him. He can, he, he can uh, touch my shoulder. So he touches your shoulder, and after about six seconds, um, well, what during the six seconds, he's uh, whispering incantations that are meaningless to you. And then uh, when it finishes, um, you feel a uh, bit of warm energy rush through your body for a moment, but uh, then it sort of fades away. And then he moves on. Do I have to make to a wisdom it. save? <laughs> no. And then he moves on to Wabani. So he, he, he uh, put the disguise and the tongues on Alarak? No, the priest just cast a spell on Alarak. Alarak looks the same. Oh, okay. And um, when, when the priest moves up to you, Wabani, um, he um, starts to uh, attempt to touch your shoulder. Do you do anything? Um, I'm first off like... Uh... Because I'm speaking common, of course. What uh, what god do you worship? I'm a I'm a cleric myself. Oh, I'm a witch doctor of Donaru. The cleric looks to you, and uh, there's a blank look in his face, and um, he states, "Please stand still." 
which surprisingly Alarak understands now. I, I kind of move to the side uh, and, and avoid his touch for a second uh, with my amazing reflexes. I look at him in the eye. Uh, I want to insight check him. Jay, Jay says, this is the priest to cast tongues for you. Oh, uh, right. And then I'll step back in front of him. And I'll look okay. at him and I'll, I'm going to stare him right in the eyes as he does this, as he, as he does whatever he does. He, he is more focused on the spell than, than your face and uh, rests a hand on your shoulder, uh, repeats the same incantation that he did on Alarak. Um, you feel that warm sensation that Alarak felt uh, and then it sort of dissipates. And with that, he turns around, bows to Zinte and leaves. Mm. This is great. Now we can finally converse in a civilized language. I say in Orgish. In... <laughs> Z- Zinte looks to you and goes, Ah, yes, now you can speak, and I can understand what you say. So the uh, proponents of the spell say, Moreover, when the target speaks, any creature that knows at least one language can understand you. So even if ah. you speak in Orgish, he still Damn understands it. you. <laughs> Damn it. I thought it was just me. Damn it. And I'll say in common as the priest is walking away, who who do you worship? He um, ignores your statement and keeps walking. Well, he had, uh, he's really pretentious. Did you not see him? He had uh, that symbol. What? You know the the symbol on the on the boar. He, he I say in this... infernal. <laughs> Do I understand if he speaks in Infernal? Was even he said as long as we have share one language. Um, you understand him because he's speaking, and um, if you know at least one language, which you do, you okay. understand him. Doesn't matter what he's speaking. Okay. And I'll be like, uh, "You're shitting me! That strange symbol on the board. Where? How did? What do you mean? It was around his neck. Didn't you see it?" I'm going to grab a pebble and I'm going to throw it at the priest. <laughs> okay, make an attack roll. Oh, dear. Uh, here we go. Well, hang on. How clean is this place? Are there pebbles lying around? Yeah, there's some pebbles. You could easily pick up one. Um, That's so you pick up the pebble and uh, start to throw it towards Yeah, I'm, the, I'm, aiming, uh, gentle- I, I'm aiming to hit him like in the shoulder. Okay, so you, you throw the pebble and it arcs it looks like it's arcing towards him, but at the uh, last moment, it sort of uh, bounces off something that you can't see. Uh, and at, at that time, he sort of disappears off into the distance. And Zinte oh. looks at you and goes, That was not very civilized. Have I chosen the wrong people? Should I send you off on your way? Oh, you're going to send us home? Uh, sure. What are no. we doing again? You wouldn't be going home. Jace, oh. uh, Jace said, um, you uh, missed out a bit of the conversation earlier, but uh, this guy is the boss and we need to uh, do what he says. Yeah, well, I mean, I just thought it was quite interesting. Uh, Alarak tells me that that fellow was had the symbol that's on on this artifact and i i pulled the wild boar out the boar the wooden boar he had the same symbol 
I mean, I wanted to talk to him about it. And I look at Zinte. You know that symbol? Make a uh, insight check. I can do that. Dum -da -da -dum. I've got that hotkey too. F4. Ah, fudge. And so he, he looks at you and goes, I'm not interested in your toys. I'm interested in your abilities. Now, are you going to stand still and let me um, cast this illusion on you? you? You can't tell anything. He just seems a little bit annoyed. Hmm. And, and I, I'll move to the side. I think Jesus is your rodeo. Uh, Joe steps forward. Okay, so he starts um, concentrating and um, moving his arms around. Just hold on a second. Okay. Um, so uh, he, he starts to focus. Um, he um, mo moves his arms around in an intricate pattern and uh, speaks some arcane phrases that um, you don't understand, even with the, the spell tongues on you. And um, after a little while, um, you find that... Um, there, there, an illusion starts to pl take place uh, across the uh, party. So at first the uh, changes are infinitesimally small, but after a couple of seconds the changes become much more apparent. Frankie is now lo no longer a forest gnome and instead an unassuming halfling. She still carries the same overall features. Her prominent nose is still there, but a little smaller, and her eyes lost their pointed nature and her overall face has become more rounded. Wabani loses his albino complexion. His skin takes on a healthy peach glow. He receives straight brown hair, neatly cut and unassuming. Jace's form changes the least. His elven features disappear so that his human form can become more pronounced. His beautiful flowing hair remains and his winning smile is also there. Alarak takes on probably the greatest transformation of all the group. Where before stood a towering half-orc, all horns and sharp teeth. It, in its place stands an extremely tall human, well-muscled and broad-shouldered. Black hair sits atop his head, running for about two inches. In place of his loincloth, he sports a dark blue robe. In fact, everyone here wears the same outfit, some dark blue robes with white embroidered writing along the collar, a symbol, it seems, of servitude. It is hard to recognise where the illusion starts and your real features begin, and every time you try to start to get, uh, you start to get a headache. Well, right. look, at, look at that. You look really... what. Did you say I, I'm a human as well? You're, you're a human, yes. You're just uh, not an albino anymore. Well, I thought we were all going to look like elves. Jace, what? Thank God uh, we're not. You guys look human. I was prepared for the worst. <laughs> this is much better. We're, uh, we're, we're going in as servants. Uh, it, it seems they're servants are uh, a human. Uh, oh. I don't quite know why I had to change from from a, a gnome to a halfling. This is confusing. Make an intelligence check. No, no, intelligence check. Okay, so I've uh, rolled that. That's a twenty-one. That's a sixteen plus five. So, thinking back, you haven't been here for very long, but you have not seen any gnomes at all here. Clearly, we're, we have too much sense to be involved with these people. Okay. So, 
Uh, Ricky just pops a little um, bendy into her hand and says, It's okay, girl. It's still me. You've seen odder things happen before, but just probably say how to stay out of sight because there's, there's a lot. I don't think they're very nice, to be honest. And don't uh, poo on them, no matter what you do. Um, Zinte looks on and goes, hmm, I think I could have done a bit better, but uh, it'll do. So, you've been fed, you have the disguises, I think it's time for you guys to head off to Zubao. Is there any other questions you'd like to ask before we leave? You'll take us there, will you? I have um, one of my personal guard will take you there. He's actually going to take you to an intermediately uh, an intermediate step, and from there you will travel with uh, a rest uh, a rather large uh, group of servants to the Zubao estate to set up some quarters for a colleague of mine. At least that is the cover that you will be using. Uh, very well. Oh. When we uh, have acquired the goods, how do we get back to you? Ah, yes. Well, um, let's just say I have um, with me here an item that should get you out. And um, he uh, digs around uh, in his uh, pocket. And um, just hold on a second. Um, so he, um, so he uh, hands over to you uh, what seems to be a simple stone, um, and he says, um, "This is what is called a teleportation stone. You won't be able to use it in the complex um, as such, but as soon as you're free, you should be able to concentrate on the stone and speak its keyword, Wei Tao." And the item will send you and anyone nearby back to where you first started, that abandoned building on the edge of the Chun River. At that time, I will have the means necessary to return you to your original location. Do not fear. I keep my word to the people who are loyal to me. Okay. That is correct, yes. Do you consider us people? Of a type, yes. Enough to keep your promises? I do not lie with those sorts of things. Okay. If you provide you me with the crown... Where we came from? I have examined that teleportation circle that you guys discussed when you arrived here. I can use it to turn it around and send you back where you came. Is is Waitel the name of your estate? No. Okay. And you rolled an insight check of 21 there, Wabani. What was that for? And that was when he says, I do not lie. I wanted to know, does he, when he says that, do I get the feeling that is he Is he does? lying? <laughs> yeah. Um, you, you don't sense any uh, lies in what he state, but um, it... It sounds like he's not saying the whole truth, as in he, he's probably admitting a few things. Whether that's 
um, because you don't need to know that information or for some other reason you don't know. I, I, I hold my what I observed. Um, I won't say it while we're still in his presence. Can I have a look at that stone uh, if he handed it to Jace? Jace, can I have a squeeze at that? Jace gives Alarak uh, uh, a, a funny look and says, uh, you're uh, considering uh, becoming a uh, sorcerer, are you, Alarak? What sorts? Have a look. Okay, Jace hands it over, gives uh, Alarak a suspicious look. Okay, so you have a look at the stone. Um, it's just a simple pebble from what you can tell. Okay, just a simple pebble. No etchings or symbols drawn on it? Not on this one, no. As Alarak is looking at it, I, I want to kind of rub, uh, kind of um, scruff up Alarak's hair. <laughs> Your hand passes through his hair and you feel his bald head and um, oh. the, the uh, horn... Uh, pokes pokes your hand. Oh, thank God, Alarak. I mean, the disguise. I mean, you look so ugly with hair, but I know it's, it's horrible. Why terrible. would you want this? I don't understand. I feel sorry for people with it, but it's not. It's not really real, though. I mean, I can I still feel it's, your horn. The nightmare will soon be over. Should, should we be changing? Some... Should we be changing the party name to the Hairless Four? <laughs> we have to do that thing to Jace first, then we can. The hell whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> Oh, I, I don't think uh, Jace. Uh, I think he, you know, if he, he, if he doesn't have hair, I get the feeling that um, he might do something. He might regret if he doesn't have his hair. Is it the source of his power? Ooh, you know, yeah. I've heard stories ourselves right now i think we could call ourselves amigos guapos yeah yes los amigos guapos mm, very good as as you guys are discussing this um a uh elven uh man uh, approaches zinte he's uh, dressed in um a livery of a uh, a guard uh, wearing some uh fine chain mesh armor uh has a uh, long sword uh uh, attached to his hip and um, he uh, walks up to Zinte first bows and uh, Zinte mentions yes these these are the people you are to uh, take over to um, that uh, intermediately uh, that intermediate building um, gentlemen and lady are you uh, ready to leave we are uh, we are uh, thank you for your uh assistance we will be uh, back with the uh, item excellent just to let you know once you secure that crown there is liable to be a great deal of chaos going on with the within the establishment you must escape quickly understood okay so um the guard bows to zinte uh and then uh mention that uh, says one word to everyone follow and uh, sort of spins on his heels and uh starts to march out of this built this uh garden while we've got this active ricky would you like to learn some uh swear words in orcish oh yes please that's delightful here's the worst one it's really simple really quick elf 
Ooh, I like it. I like it. Okay, so as um, as the guard progresses through the... Uh, um, so you're leaving rather early in the morning. Um, and um, as the guard progresses through the almost empty twilight illuminated streets, the heat of this place presses down on you. Um, the humidity is like a heavy wood, woolen blanket that you cannot shake. The sound of cicadas drowns out any other noise below a mild shout, and the smell of early morning meals hangs thick in the air. After about an hour, um, your group is ushered into a low one-story building. A few, um, it's a, about a hundred yards off the main road. Inside it is dark The old, uh, and uh, the odd candle breaks up the gloom. As your eyes adjust, you find it is heavily packed with a large group of servants, all dressed in the dark blue robes. The guard turns to you and states in Elven, this is as far as I go. So these people will leave to provide assistance at the Zubau estate. You are to follow them and gain entry with the papers provided. Uh, and he passes over uh, the papers that um, you are to use. From there, you are on your own. And with that, uh, he turns and leaves. Looking over uh, the huddled masses, you see mainly human servants with a smattering of halflings. They make a, a little space for you, but otherwise do not engage. They seem like a subdued bunch. So we're essentially in a waiting room. Yes. So um, they're they're just waiting there. Uh, is there anything you guys want to do, or are you just going to wait for uh, them to head out soon? Uh, Reiki, uh, you're, uh, you're quite the investigator. Um, do you think you could uh, see if you could uh, have a chat to the uh, our fellow servants and get any information out of them that might be useful? A bit of background about where we're going, who's going to be there, that sort of stuff. I certainly can. I certainly can. So I um, try and make contact with some of the servants around us. Just eye contact and see if anybody seems to respond. Um, make a persuasion check. <laughs> oh, oh my goodness. I rolled a natural 20 considering that that makes it 19 that went better as, pretty much as well as it could I'm trying to remember the last time you did a persuasion check I think you rolled a natural 20 <laughs> okay so uh, you you look around uh, with a pleading look on your eyes and uh, there's a halfling nearby that uh, seems to be um, at least three times your age from what you can tell um, an old motherly type and uh, she looks at goes oh my child wh what is it what language is she speaking? She's speaking in um, Elven. Okay. I say to her, oh, Hello, Mother. I was wondering if you could help me. I have I have some questions. I'm, I'm quite confused, and I'm very new around here. Oh, yes. It, it takes a little bit getting used to, but um, any anything I can help you with? Oh, I've had so many shocks here recently, and um, I, I don't know how many more I could stand, so... I thought if maybe if I could come to some kind of understanding about where we're going, um, maybe, you know, this might not all be quite so terrible for me. And I look up and I have a bit of a catch in my throat. <laughs> she she looks a bit quizzically at you um, goes, oh, You don't know. You're, I'm sure you um, would be aware that you're heading to the um, Zubau estate. We're there to uh, prepare the rooms for our superiors. Oh yes, oh yes. I, I know. I know where we're going and roughly what we're doing. But 
so many things about this place are strange to me, and and they're oft, I'm often caught by surprise and and punished. Ah, I see. Well, uh, it's best if you keep your head down and and don't uh, talk with the uh, elves if you don't have to, but certainly answer their questions when they ask. That's how I've seen um, me to this age so far. Is there a way out, Mother dear? Is there a way out of this place? Only one, I'm afraid, and it's um, in a body bag. <laughs> oh. That's horrendously dark all of a sudden. Okay. So, can you can you please tell me how, how many people do you think will be will be where we're going? Um, I don't know. Um, the the estate we're heading to is the uh, biggest building in Zishun. Um, I I would think that there would be uh, quite a few hundreds there, but probably not at the moment as we're preparing it for our our betters. And are they set to all arrive at a certain time? Yes, they're, they're arriving tonight, I believe, for the ceremony. And you don't know this? This is rather confusing. Oh, yes, yes, I do. I just wanted to check because quite frequently I get distracted and I forget things. Right, well, um, just be careful about asking questions to others. You, um, As you've mentioned, you, you may um, suffer for it. Yes, yes, but I, you remind me so much of my own mother. There's a there's a um a lovely smile spreads across her face and uh, you can notice a single tear running down her cheek. Oh, see, can can you please tell me? I I would not want to accidentally run into this. I understand there's a crown involved, and I wouldn't want to accidentally run run into it or cause any strife. Just so I can avoid it. Do you have any idea where it, it might be being kept? Um. Okay. So I I should have mentioned this before. I. Not sure why Zinte wouldn't have said this, but um, he would have indicated that the crown, is, uh, as far as he's aware, is located within the basement somewhere. Uh, he doesn't know exactly where, but um, it would be uh, close to um, the... There's a, a supposedly a fiery tree in the basement of this complex, and the, the crown is situated in that room. Um, but uh, she she looks to you and um, with a look of shock. But um, goes, no, I, I don't know um, where they uh, keep the crown. It's not for our eyes uh, and ears to know. And and are we, you know, will we be secured where we're going, or or will we be allowed to to roam within reason? Oh, you don't want to do that. They will um, punish you quite severely if you leave the room. So we'll be taken to a room and, and locked there. Does, is anyone allowed to move between rooms? Um, only when um, asked by the guards. Um, you're there to prepare the room for your, master, uh, your masters. So if a guard were to ask us, and are the guards all elves? Yes, they are. Well, you really are not of this place, aren't you? No, I'm I'm very new, and I've I've been through a lot. I'm afraid. Just as you guys are speaking, uh, there's a bit of noise from the uh, door where you guys entered, and um, you notice uh, a couple of uh, about three elven guards are standing there, and uh, the signalling for everybody to move out, and uh, there's a, a great deal of uh, shuffling. The the lady looks at you and goes, "Listen, 
be careful, please. Don't don't um, talk to them, t those guards, too much. You you will be punished most severely. Here, I I've got something for you. And um, she hands over to a uh, a small uh, gem that um, she has in her pouch. This is you you remind me so much of my daughter. This is all I have left of her, and um, I, I hope you will uh, look after it well. She hands over a, a small red gem. I will I will treasure it always. Thank you so much for being generous, and um, all the blessings of our gods be on you for your journey, Mother Dearest. And to you. And, and with that, she sort of starts to file out with the rest of the group. Is there anything magical about the gem, or is it a, just a special token? You can do an arcana check to get a feel. Doesn't it's a so with a roll of twenty-two, it's it doesn't feel magical at all. It's just a, uh, a semi-precious stone uh, set into a uh, golden pendant. It would be worth uh, a, a bit of gold, but um, it's just a um, sentimental item. It seems to her. Well, it, it means a lot to me. From, from somebody who probably has very little. So I tuck it away very safely in my pouch and note that I'm likely to wear it at a later date. Okay. So the uh, servants are starting to move out. Are you go, uh, following the, with the rest of them? Jace is. I follow Jace. Alex going to try. So go on. I just follow along. I think we should stick together. Yep. I'm going to follow along and try and just catch with Barney uh, for a moment, sort of just behind the group, a couple of, couple of steps behind. That when I talked, when I spoke, did you think it was Elvish or did you recognise it was different languages? No, I, I, to be honest, I thought you were talking to me in common. I didn't recognise you speaking another language. Is that the case, DM? Uh, yes, it, it would have seemed like um, you're speaking to them in a language they understand. Okay, good, good. I just didn't want it to, so we can speak to the elves. Okay. Well, not now. It's it's sort of um, that that conversation that Ricky had. You didn't understand because the uh, spell has faded. Oh, oh, good to know. So we don't understand a dang thing anymore. Yeah, it took took yeah. about an hour to get there or thereabouts. Oh, what exactly was the point of the spell then? You guys asked exactly. to, you guys asked for him, for them to understand the Elvish, so they gave it to you. He said it was going to last an hour. Okay, guys, just just pretend that you've been hit in the head too many times for being dopey. Hmm? Okay. So um, you file out with the rest of the servants, and uh, it takes you about another 15, 20 minutes um, heading up a, a steep hill. Um, and then um, your destination, the Zubau Estate, looms ahead of you. Uh, this building is huge, even grander than uh, Zinte's mansion. Rising at least eight stories high, this building sits in a pocket that has been cut out of the top of a small hill. The background, uh, the backdrop to the estate is, uh, is the interior of this hill, and uh, the defining feature is a rich vein of light blue crystal running behind and into the estate. The crystal glints in the sun and catches the light in such a way as to remind you of a river frozen in time. Unfortunately, you do not have time to enjoy the scenery and as you, as you are quickly herded into the complex. 
The papers provided to you work as expected and you're brought down a few hallways on the ground floor and finally deposited within a small, smallish room, uh, by this building standards anyway, that consists of a bed covered in fine silks, rich warm carpets and a couple of paintings on the walls. There you go. So um, you're now inside the estate uh, and you have to find a way into the basement somehow. Should we I toss can't. the room just quickly to see if there's anything worth keeping? <laughs> sure, let's do that. Riki's not usually a thief, but for some reason she's feeling intensely angry towards these elves. Um, Fair enough. Um, you can make an investigation check with advantage. And while, while, of course, I, I assume then while we were going in, I mean, it became very clear to, to Alarak and myself that we couldn't understand anything anymore. And so we got the lowdown uh, from Riki as we were heading in. That's correct. The, the, the information, I'm assuming, would have been passed on from Riki. Yes, yes. I just let them know the quick gist of the fact that these elves are a bunch of bastards and also... Um, we're not going to be able to move around easily without the guards helping us. Well, maybe we should try to create a distraction. Fire is usually a good one. I have I have a quick question. Before we burn the building down, um, Jace is an elf, isn't he? he he's disguised um, as a human at the moment, but uh, he, you have seen him use a spell to change his appearance before. So if Jace can somehow turn himself into an elf and we manage to steal a uniform of one of these guards, perhaps he could lead us to the basement. Do we even wait, need a wait. uniform? Can't he change his clothes as well? Oh, he could do that, couldn't you, Jace? I, I could, I could. But I was just wondering, do, you, a... do the guards need to be escort, to, need to escort us everywhere? Or, I mean, the, your um, uh, halfling friend said that the elves, uh, that, that we can... Go leave the room if we're ordered to by a guard. But uh, have we ever seen any uh, servants who aren't in the presence of a guard? Um, as far as you're aware, when you were brought in, um, all the uh, servants were escorted by a guard, from what you could tell. But should we? I mean, a guard seems less than. Maybe it's wiser for. A, Chase uh, to disguise himself as like one of the uppity ones. I Do could, they all know each other? What what business would I have uh, hanging out with servants in that case? Well, I, I would assume that if an uppity one asks a guard, you are going to need to have an answer. But who's going to stop an uppity one? Like, have we have have we noticed any of like the higher elves? You know. Uh, answering guards, like do the guards ever look like they they speak to the to the elves unless spoken to type thing? Um, in this building. Yes, yeah, since we've been. Um, yes, yeah, in this building. Make a sure. make a belated perception check, um, and just going back to that investigation check that uh, Ricky made, which was a twenty six. You have to managed to toss the room, um, and uh, you found a, a few items of that value. Um, there's a, a beautiful vase that would be worth probably at least two to three hundred gold, um, and um, 
a uh, small uh, seems to be gold inlaid or solid gold um, uh, container that can store a couple of earrings or something like that. That would be easily pocketable. Uh, everything else seems to be a bit bigger. So the, the vase you could take uh, might be a bit tricky, but um, you could probably pocket it. Um, so Wabani's uh, with your perception. Sorry, um, just I rolled twice uh, just because I was I used a hotkey there, and the hotkey rolled it with a plus five, but it should be a plus six. So FYI, just realized that hotkeys take on the previous thing um, from the previous level, so it hasn't taken on the new stat change. Yeah, it's just it's a um, snapshot. So eighteen. But that's okay. Instead the, of the the first roll would have been sufficient anyway. Okay. Um, so y what you've noticed um, in the brief period that you've been into this building is that the the guards have been escorting servants around. Um, there hasn't been much in the way of uh, communication between guards and the higher ups. What you've really seen are, are guards and servants at this point in time. We might stand out more as a uh, as a noble than as a guard in that case i don't know i not sure what the right move is here i i think either way i'm just concerned that if there is rank amongst the guards and we go down and you don't put the right rank on your uniform they might question you have we been able to ascertain um, uh, rank insignia? Um, well, it's it's probably a bit difficult. Uh, the the uh, uniforms they wear uh, is unlike anything you've seen uh, in your time in the world. So um, it's impossible to find out where the the rank indication is without like uh, a serious bit of investigation on the uniform itself. But I mean, you you could um, poke your head out and have a look. Uh, maybe get a guard over to uh, get a investigation on them if if that's what you wanted to do. And I, I to be honest, uh, Alarak, I I haven't noticed anyone here, like of the of the uppity ones. I mean, Jace would probably have to look like one of them, and oh, I don't know which which one would be the wise one to choose. Why don't we uh, why don't we call a, a guard over and uh, I'll uh, see if I can get a good look at his uniform. Um, Ricky, okay. uh, ma maybe you could uh, take notes and so we can uh, uh, compare compare notes. Have a look, have a good look too, so we can compare notes afterwards. I'm happy I've to got do an that. idea as to why we need a guard because we need a, we need a good reason, don't we? We do, we do. Now, just checking, Riki, is this is this squirrel? Um, it, is it like a magical construct or is it a, a real thing? No, it, it's a real, very, very killable, lovable squirrel. Okay. Uh, I think we might need to open the window, and I'm going to pass it something that I purchased a few sessions ago. Some of the coffee beans. <laughs> You're giving coffee beans to the squirrel? Yeah. <laughs> oh dear. Okay. Um, what, what's the plan here? 
that the squirrel is going to eat the coffee beans and um, then uh, defecate all over the room. It gives us a good excuse. <laughs> yeah, well, there you go. Go for it. I'm, I'm, I was going to suggest that I don't know if this has the best um, the best interests of poor little Bindi in mind, but oh, surely I mean, we if... might find some pie crumbs as well in the bottom of my bag to sweeten the deal. I've I've heard stories that said some mm, pets, or I don't know if it's a pet or a fam- familiar. They say that if a familiar dies, it comes back. Yep. Will Bindi come back? No, Bindi's spirit will move on to the animal realm, where um she'll go and be with the rest of her family. But no, I won't be able to resurrect her. It this is, is why I'm leaving the window open. Is she really important to you, Riki? Yes, she is. She's my friend. Hmm. Maybe that's not the best idea, then. Oh, Bindi doesn't need to be around. We just say some animal's been in here uh, and has crapped all over the place. And uh, whereas we need to go and find the... uh, the cleaning equipment. Where, where, where do we go for that? Down in the basement. Well, maybe let's try to find the the door to the basement. And once we know where the door is, then maybe we can secretly put a fire on the other side of the room, and everybody goes to the door. Or, or maybe we put the fire at the place of the door, and everybody runs from that spot, and we'll be like, "Don't worry, we'll put it out." Well, Barney, why do all your plants involve fire? Well, because I can, you know, I can make the sacred flame for spell. So... At least he's moved on from taking the clothes off of everybody he's killed. (laughs) I hear there's already a fiery tree in the basement. Ooh. See? It's like, uh, what do you say? Uh, when something... Destiny. Mm Mm-hmm. There. Destiny. Okay, so... Jace opens the door and sticks his head out. Okay, so um, looking around, you you notice there's a uh, guard sort of uh, walking along the hallway nearby. Do you try and get his attention? Jace uh, uh, says, I'm going to tell the guard that uh, we need the cleaning products. Um, uh, Make make the room look like it's. Uh, uh, we, we need to clean it. Can I use prestigitation to kind of make it look like rats have been over the place? Yeah, definitely. Okay, so I just use prestigitation and make it look like there's rat poo everywhere. Oh, that's a much better idea. Poor old Bindi oh, doesn't awesome. need the blame. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Did you do? Has there been any rats? Have you guys seen rats? Maybe frog now. poo over here. Maybe it's not rats. Maybe it's frogs. So Jace calls a... Uh, I make it a mix of rat and frog poo. <laughs> and hide Bindi. Hide Bindi. Yes, Bindi's, Bindi's very well hidden. Jace calls a... Look at the guard over. Um, he walks up to you and um, goes, What is it? I'm so sorry, so sorry, so sorry. Um, some cr- creature has been in the master's room and has uh, defecated all over the place and... Uh, we we need some cleaning equipment, otherwise, uh, well, otherwise, oh, he'll, he'll be most unhappy. And you expect me to get it? 
Well, what well, are you? No, but, you know, um, I, I, I don't know where to go. <sighs> okay. Follow me. Okay, Jace follows after him. Okay. So, um, is anyone else going, or is it just Jace? Bindi's I'll go down. Yeah, we're all going to help. Yep, I'm following too. All right. Jace, as we're going, Jace says, um, beg, begging your pardon, my lord, but um, do we need an escort within the grounds here, or, or can we get needed supplies uh, on our own? There is a lot of poo. You must be escorted at all times. And the um, door at the east entrance, uh, at the uh, east hallway, is not to be entered at all. That that area is out of bounds. Now, are you going to take? Uh, am I taking you to the uh, cleaning equipment or not? Yes, yeah, yes, yes. Please, please, my lord. Yes. Okay. So um, he takes the the group, uh, your your group along, um, winding around, and um, you um, catch sight of the door he was speaking of. Um, it seems to be unguarded at this point in time, but um, it uh, certainly is down off uh, in a hallway by itself, and um, you, you get a feeling that's that's where the uh, entrance into the basement is. How far away is it from our room? Um, that would be probably about two to three hundred feet. Um, are you guys going to do anything, or are you just going to keep following him? Is there, okay. much, is there much activity between there and our room? A little bit. Not not a huge amount. Most of the uh, servants are now inside their rooms, probably preparing the uh, uh, preparing the rooms. Have I had a good look at his uniform? Uh, make a perception check. Fourteen. You, you make a cursory look over it, and... Um, you find that um, there seems to be uh, some uh, little uh, items on his shoulder that could possibly designate rank, but um, you're not completely certain. Um, you could, it, you wouldn't know how to create one that would be a, an up, uh, a higher rank or a lower rank, but you could certainly duplicate duplicate what he currently has. Uh, I did an insight check to see if the guard was looking hostile when he was talking to Riki and Jace because we don't understand a thing he's saying. So I, I'm uh, trying to decide whether or not I should be prepared to sacred flame him. <laughs> <laughs> he see, he seems more annoyed than anything else. Okay. Okay. So you keep walking um, and he uh, turns to uh, the left as opposed to going to the uh, right to the east hall and... Um, Follows you down and uh, finds a, uh, a door and uh, open, uh, pulls out his keys and uh, unlocks the door and goes, you can get the cleaning equipment in, in this storeroom. I'll be outside. Please be quick. So uh, as he's saying that, I whisper to Alarak, Al Alarak, Alarak, he's got keys. Should we just bash his head and take the keys? I whisper. This is this is tempting. Uh, it is an opportunity. If we can get him into the room and take him down quickly, does anybody have anything that could knock him out without making noise? Alaric, I'm going to make a distraction, and you push him, and I'll I'll like bend over like I'm trying to tie my shoe, and you push him in, and then hopefully the other two understand what's going on, and and they bash him in the head. How, how about 
somebody just says, quickly, oh no, oh my goodness, this is a disaster. Come in and have a look at this. And then we can lure him into the room. So are you guys discussing this in the room or just outside? I think in the room. <laughs> in really husk voices, but we can't do that over the mic. <laughs> that, oh, I don't mind the level. It's just making sure that you're just standing outside the hallway as, as opposed to walking in yes. and getting the items. Yes, we're right next to him and speaking loudly in Elvish. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you're whispering this in the room. I point so to the side with, of his head. Hit him here. With a lot of <laughs> clattering from the cleaning products to mask sure. any loose noise. Okay, or all right. Let's let's do this while he's there. I I will pee on the wall, and then at least they have something to look at when we say, "Look at this, look at this." And then when he comes in, if Alarak stands at the side of the door, and Alarak can bash him in the head and knock him silly. Just cast minor illusion and creates a puddle of blood in the floor in the, in the cleaning closet. Oh, that that's a lot better than pee. Good job. Well, but Wabani, there's there's no shame if you are nervous and you need to pee. You you can tell us. Oh, Ricky, come on. Do I look nervous? Inside I can never tell Does he with look you. nervous? <laughs> <laughs> when I'm nervous, my voice is like this when I'm nervous. But that's an eleven. <laughs> Do you look nervous? No, I'm not nervous. My <laughs> yeah. voice rises when I get nervous. All right, we so got, you now have a, a, a puddle of blood on the floor. What would you like to do? Um, uh, so uh, Jace goes out and uh, says, um, my, my, my lord, I, I need to show you something in here. It, it, it looks uh, most troubling. I, I think and while Jace is doing that in common, I'll be making all kinds of exclamations of, 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 of um, concern and distress. You can hear a, you can hear a loud harumph from the guard outside. Oh, what is it? And he walks it, uh, walks up and um, moves towards the area that you were pointing. Um, so he's got his back turned to you at the moment, Alarak. We close the door behind him. Yep. Glaive across the head. <laughs> All right. Uh, make an attack with advantage. And are you going for subdual damage here, or are you trying to kill him? Uh, trying to knock out. What, right. And then slit his throat when he's down. <laughs> so, bonus action, planar warrior? <laughs> um, that's okay. Just just roll roll the attack first. Okay, so you easily uh, clip him in the back of the head, and he crumples to the floor. Oh, it was much uh, easier than I was expecting. <laughs> yeah. He was he was easy to take out. He wasn't expecting it. Okay. Right. Okay. Let's so grab his keys and his clothes. Jace can strip him and make himself yes, look like an elf. Absolutely, I, take I, his clothes. I don't need the, his clothes to do that. Um, but uh, Wabani, well, I know you got a thing with the clothes. No, so no, I can't. Anyway. Unfortunately, uh, you you forget. I'm underneath this uh, ugly illusion. I'm wearing the robes that Zinte gave me that protects me from the sun. I know, but you just like taking clothes. Well, yeah, absolutely. I'm going to take his clothes, but I'm not going to wear them. <laughs> okay, so um, Riki tears some strips of cloth from either somewhere in the room or from this guard's clothes, binds his hands, binds his feet, 
gags him and drags him behind some shelves and covers him with something. something. What okay. if? Okay. What if we didn't take his clothes? We just pour alcohol on him, so no one believes what happened. <laughs> I've already got his clothes off. <laughs> All right. Well, how about you again. take his clothes off and cover him with booze? That's yes. perfect. Is he also tied up? Not if we're going for the, really for the work, booze angle. It? How long okay. will he stay unconscious for, do we think? No, no, I, I don't. I mean, it's all good, and I, I pull up my silk rope. I don't think we should let him raise the alarm. I mean, if he's covered with booze, I mean, is that something we know happens in their culture? It is now. Has Alarak already poured booze on him? I don't have any booze. I thought uh, Wabani had some. I don't okay. have any booze, unfortunately. I've been trying J- to mooch off of Jace. Cleaning alcohol? Jace has the cheap booze that Wabani bought for him from uh, Shifty-Eyed Pete. Um, he, uh, he pulls it out and uh, tips it all over the fella. I cry. <laughs> oh, this is a bad idea. He tips a, a fair bit of it down his throat as well. <laughs> Jace, share. Nothing like Dutch courage. <laughs> well, I mean, hopefully it'll... Uh, uh, Make him uh, stay out a bit longer. At the very least, maybe he'll be slurring a little bit when he does wake up. I take one of the blue vein mushrooms that I have in my kit in my backpack and I put it beside his mouth. The the like he's chewing on mushrooms as well. Okay, so um, you've done a good job of stripping the poor guard. Um, you've collected his keys. Uh, he's heavily smelling of alcohol and he has uh, a couple of other items uh, to indicate his. Uh, He's failing the world. Uh, okay. And if he's got any money. But yes, yes. Jeez, <laughs> oh, it took you a while. <laughs> um, <laughs> you, you find a small coin purse that's got uh, about four silver. So you each get one silver each, unless, of course, the person who's found it uh, takes it all. No, I, get, I, 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 um, I, should, I split it out. Okay. So you can increment your uh, silver by one. Okay. Anything else of interest on him? Uh, the keys. Um, he's got a longsword. Um, nothing else, really. Okay. T- take the longsword. Don't leave it. We'll, we'll throw it somewhere. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I'll I'll take the take the longsword. Um, and I'll disguise myself as a. Uh, I'll, I'll sort of buckle it on. Um, and I disguise myself as as that guard. So when you buckle on the sword, the sword disappears underneath the uh, current illusion. Okay, excellent. Um, I'm going to cast Disguise Elf and uh, make myself look like um, this guy. Okay. So um, now uh, there's a unconscious drunk um, elf on the floor and also the same guy standing there. Okay. Shall we make our way straight for the uh, for the room? Yes, no uh, mucking around. Should we... I mean, should we walk freely behind you or in front of you, or should we put a rope on our wrists or something? Walk behind us, behind me, and bring the cleaning equipment, I think. Great. Does any of it seem particularly caustic, like I could chuck it at somebody if they asked us some questions and it wasn't going well? Uh, make a uh, investigation check. Oh, any floor wax as well? Uh, well, that's a 10, which is a 3 plus 7. Unfortunately, you don't see anything that uh, would indicate such uh, a substance. 
from your brief uh, exp- uh, exploration. You could also make an investigation check if you want, Alrank. Yes, please. Uh, 19 minus 1, 18. Okay. You do find um, a, a bit of beeswax that w- is gonna, would be used to uh, poly- uh, get a fine sheen on uh, tables and such. Excellent. I'll uh, take that. Okay. So you guys are going to head out uh, and head towards the uh, door that says no entry, basically? Uh, indeed. Well, we lock the, the cleaning closet first. <laughs> okay. So you you wait for an opportune moment and uh, and then head uh, briskly uh, across the hallway down to the the eastern uh, doorway. You find the door locked, but um, after a bit of uh, mucking around, you find one of the keys actually unlocks it, and uh, you see stairs leading down. Let's go. Before we actually go down, I'd like to just cast my awareness around, burning a slot. Are there any dragons in the area? Okay. Um, you. How long does it take? Is it about a minute to concentrate? It takes me a minute to concentrate, yeah. Okay. You sense two dragons nearby. Did I get direction? No, not really. There's just two dragons. No. Okay. Joseph okay. locks the door um, behind us as we go down. So they weren't lying about the dragons, guys. They are in the area. Interesting. I like how you can sense uh, a mythical beast. <laughs> this is what I feel like it could be. It, it feels, I don't know, fiery <laughs> and angry. <laughs> but also a construct. Jace gives uh, Alaric a, a weird look and says, uh, How do you know this? Uh, it's just being so you know, expert with magic and stuff, you know. <laughs> Alright then. Uh, that's funny, Alaric. Okay, so you head head down the stairs? Yep, yeah, head down the stairs. Are you guys doing it stealthily? Are you just walking down the stairs? I think we go for stealth, eh? Hey? Well, we can try. <laughs> Ricky's rolled a 14. 22 for Jace. That's a nice one, natural one for a four. <laughs> and a natural 20 for Urbani. So uh, so Al- Alarak is uh, walking down the stairs. He's, he's having difficulty with his illusion. Um, it's not quite syncing with his actual um, movements, such that uh, there is a moment where uh, he almost w- was about to trip down the stairs, but uh, Urbani catches him um, at, at a... Uh, uh, just as just before he falls, and um, there's a bit of a chink of armor, but um, it could have been a lot worse. Oh, right. you? Your bikini, sheesh, quiet. So you get down to the uh, bottom of the stairwell, and um, there is no door at the end here. Um, peering out, it seems that you've come uh, arrived at a T intersection with the hallway going left and right. Um, and you do catch sight of uh, a pair of uh, a trio of guards heading away from you down the right hand, uh, the left hand corridor. Let's try the right hand corridor and uh, hope that's the one. Wait, uh, I perception check. I, I'm trying to, 
I don't have any military background or anything like this, but I, I just, when I see the three guards, I'm trying to see if it, like, they look like they are um, on rotation or something. And that's a 25. Probably be an intelligence check, so okay. um, I'll keep sure. the roll, but uh, what's the modifier? Uh, no modifier, 19. Okay. So um, your knowledge of uh, military maneuvers is, is quite uh, quite uh, basic, but um, you, you've um, been involved with uh, the, the likes of uh, the military a little bit such that you get the feeling that they probably are on some sort of patrol route. I whisper that to the guys. I think the, I think they're on patrol. Right. Well, um, let's get down here and hope it's the right corridor, and we can uh, get in and out before they come back. Let's, I think we need to. I, I want to say move quickly, but uh, we we need to maintain our quietness. So, quick. Okay. So you um, start moving um, quickly but quietly. Uh, there is another moment where you, you feel like Alarak is uh, going to make a, a loud cacophony, but uh, this time Jace is able to um, stop him from doing something foolish. And with that, um, you uh, head down the corridor. And um, there there is a few doors uh, along this corridor, and then the corridor bends off to the left. Are you going to check every door as you walk along? or? Uh. Look, each of us should take a door. We got to be quick. Should uh, we though? Oh. Are we looking? To, are we looking to go down further? Is this the basement? Is there like a big obvious room that where they could probably keep a tray? I'd imagine it's not a little side room. It could be sleeping rooms too. I mean, would they have sleeping rooms down here? They could have anything. We could be opening the door and anything. Surely, can we get a bit of an idea of the layout just from this hall and having been in the other rooms? And uh, entering the place. Um, make an intelligence check. Everybody, or? Uh, no, well, oh. No, <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> wow. 25. So, Ricky's um, bringing the roll. R- Ricky stands there for a second, and it's like her consciousness sort of, sort of floats up out of her head, and uh, she's got this little mud map now. Um, so, you, you stand there and think about it for a second, and um, what. What you believe you are at the moment is um, along one of the outer corridors, and um, you suspect anything of value is probably in uh, in the the central location in this basement area. So um, you can uh, continue to progress. You've, you've got a bit bit of an understanding which way to go to get to that uh, central area. Okay, so I briefly communicate that to the guys, sketch out a little bit of a very very quick mud map, and just say we need to keep going that way. We just need to to acquire this crown and then um, coin our way out of here. Good work, Ricky. Okay, so I'll Some get you more. guys to continue on. Um, can I get one more stealth check, please? Ooh. I did better. I got a two. Oh, oh another natural 20. <laughs> Wow. Um, that's two. Both my stealth checks were natural 20s. That's insane. Wow. And then you'll be rolling natural ones for combat, right? Yep. That's that's the way of it. Against the two dragons. Yeah. 
Okay. Um, so there are some moments where Jace and Alarak seem to be more focused on the uh, the prize as opposed to uh, keeping out of sight from the upper trolls. But um, at both of these moments, uh, Wabani has the uh, sixth sense that this uh, patrol is nearby and uh, holds onto your arms to stop you from moving. And, and just as he um, senses it, the, the uh, a group of uh, three guards walk past and um, you hide yourselves in a small alcove as they walk past. And um, you, this happens a, a couple of times. And after about half an hour or so... Um, you work your way towards um, the central area of the uh, basement area, which is where Riki believes um, the prize is. So this might be a good for us to have a uh, break. You are listening to Ad Lib and D. Now let's get back to the adventure. Welcome back, everyone. Um, so... Um, uh, just before the break, we um, have the party inside the uh, estate where the antler crown is, and um, they believe they've found the location, or Riki has a, a good sense that uh, the doorway uh, in front of them uh, leads them to the antler crown. Um, so um, what I'll do is, um, you you believe that the door um, doorway in front of you uh, leads to the antler crown, what do you guys want to do? So, in front of a door, and the DM says, "What do you want to do?" I uh, check for traps. <laughs> <laughs> Can somebody see if the dragons are on the other side of it? Uh, well, I can tell they're within a mile. Uh, I I listen at the door. <laughs> I can't hear a thing. Would you guys keep it down? <laughs> so what what you hear is some heavy breathing, and then you realise Wabani is up next to you, panting. Oh, wait, wait. Why is it me? Because <laughs> <laughs> you're not fit. Can't be Alarak. Do you hear uh, anything, Jace? Uh, do I hear what, anything with a tip? What do you hear, no, Jace? No, you don't. What do you hear? Come on, Jace. I can't hear anything. I might have, have, have a better chance if you were to uh, give me a bit of space. Someone Jeez. else want to have a go? Oh, I'm not, I'm not going to... It's basically the I one roll, that's it. Okay. Okay. Okay, can I just suggest our goal here is to grab the crown and run. So it doesn't mean we actually have to enter combat with anything in the room. So True. if we all run up to the crown, grab it and grab the coin... Oh, no, no, we actually have to leave the estate before we can use the coin, can't we? Oh, that's right, yes. That's a bit of a bummer. Okay. Um, so, you open the door, and um, the first thing you notice is the heat within the space. It is like a furnace in here. Uh, the heat seems to be coming directly from the tree in the centre of the room. It looks like to be a normal tree, except for the fact that it's on fire. The tree does not seem to be consumed by the fire, though. Instead, the leaves themselves are curls of flame, and the trunk acts as a rudimentary candle. The tree lights up the room sufficiently such that it's hard to miss anything in the room. Directly surrounding the tree is a low bush of varying height. Uh, this bush seems immune to the flames. Around the perimeter of the room, along the walls, are more bushes. Uh, these bushes look... Uh, 
different to the tree though. These bushes have regular leaves and look to be non-magical. To the back left of the room is a, cyl a cylindrical stone container. From, from the current location you cannot see what is inside. Directly to the left is a metal brazier with uh, some unidentified items within it. Finally, to the back right of the room sits a stone altar of sorts, on top of which rests what looks to be the, the antler crown. Um, the wall behind the stone altar, um, on the wall behind the altar, rests a large blade in pristine condition. Its hilt is fashioned with some jewels, and the handle and crossbars have intricate metalwork patterns alongside it. Well, we're taking that as well. Are there any windows out? Now this is directly in the in the uh, middle of the uh, basement, so there's no way out except for the way you can. Okay, well let's close the door behind us and uh, give the room a, a quick once over just to make sure. Leave it ajar. Anything of value. Don't lock it. Just leave it ajar, so we can get out. Do we trust this door? I'll wedge it slightly open. So, um, you've got the door open. Can you see the map now? It hasn't closed for me yet. I can see a grey page. We're on a we're on the map page. That was uh, shown to us, but there's nothing on it. I can see a 15 and a line. Okay, but you so, can't actually see the map itself. So. No. Not yet. Uh, Just needed to sync. Yep. Should have done the preload, preload image. But that, that line is basically pointing to where the stone altar is. Okay. Can we have a have a bit of a look at the around the room? Um, investigate those objects you mentioned. Yeah, yeah, sure. Um, I'll just make sure everybody's had their uh, uh, the map loaded first. It might take a bit. What sort of blade was it? Looks to be a great sword. Boring. I mean, any sword is great, though. <laughs> That was terrible. That's... I'm just going to take two psychic damage. <laughs> just, just for that. Yeah. And in, and a form of indefinite madness as well. <laughs> Wait, I, I reach my hands out to see, like, if I put my... So we're, we're all standing just inside the door. I want to reach my hands toward the tree and, and see if, if it feels warmer, um, my hand that's reaching out. Okay, so are you sort of moving into the room now, are you? Oh, I thought we were already in the room. Oh, you're kind of on the edge there. You've opened the door and this is what's been presented. Uh. Is anything moving in the room? No. Uh, for what you could tell, no. I walk into the room. Yeah, let's, let's all go in together. Okay. As you enter the room, uh, the bush around the flaming tree begins to stir unnaturally. What you thought at first was uh, an extension of the flaming tree is, in fact, an animal. Legs and arms start to unravel out of its form, and what at first was thought of as leaves is instead beautifully formed, luminescent, reddy brown scales that rustle slightly like some unfelt wind momentarily brushing past the creature. The highest part of the creature starts to become even higher as great leathery wings unfurl behind it, and then you catch sight of the head of this creature. It is shaped like that of a crocodile, but thicker and meaner. Sharp white teeth glint in the firelight. The biggest of such would run the length of Alarak's wrist. Feral red burning eyes look at you with a keenness of mind you have rarely seen. It opens its maw and roars a challenge that you find hard to resist. Can I get everyone to make um, 
uh, well, roll initiative, but also to make a wisdom saving throw, please. I, I was going to say we pushed. I pushed the guys back out and and close the door. <laughs> Okay. So I've rolled a 16 for initiative and a 13 as a wisdom saving throw. 9 for initiative and 18 for the saving throw for Joe. Adorak was 11 on initiative and 20 on the save. I'm fine. Don't know about you guys. Wabani was 12 for both initiative and save. Okay. Can you guys see the map now? No, no, you don't have the, the fog on, do you? Oh, there here we go. go. There we go. Is that better? Yeah. Okay, so um, everyone seems to be unaffected by the roar except for Orbani. Um, you feel this um, mental compulsion to uh, move towards this creature. Um, you use your reaction to move half your speed, which is... Is that... 20. 20 um, and uh, you cannot move uh, until the end of your next turn okay just just quickly did anybody remember whether we were asked to not harm the dragon or is the dragon fair game I don't think we had any specific instructions okay Ricky. <laughs> I, I, I should I should stipulate does Wobani remember because Dagobah does not Ricky, you're up first Goodness Bloody. gracious me. Okay, so... I just look... Oh, goodness. Had we decided whether to grab and run or fight? What's our plan? Because if we fight, we're going to bring the whole, this whole place down on us. Why don't we um, see how, we, how, how things are looking after we've exchanged the first round of blows and... Uh, Right, our chances then. All right. Okay. I'm, so that sounds fair. Am I fair. enthralled, or am I able to respond? Uh, you can talk, but um, do you feel this compulsion to move towards it? I'm like, it. It's so pretty. Come here, little fella. Come here, big fella. Okay. So Ricky moves over just so she has line of sight, and then she casts Snowbox Snowball Swarm on it. The um, ball of ice sails towards the, the um, creature and it ducks out of the way uh, and manages to um, avoid the uh, brunt of the attack. Am, am I able to use luck to recast that? No, because it's a saving throw. Okay. Uh, you still roll damage though because it'll take half damage from the spell. Okay. So um, most of the uh, impact of that snowball storm seems to uh, melt nearby due to the uh, flaming tree. Are you doing anything else? No, I'm just staying where I am. Sorry, Wobani. Uh, so you can't move at the moment. Yep. So I will continue. i seen the snowball uh, fly past and I'm like... Uh, Ricky, it, uh, I don't know if it's hostile. Uh, it seems cute. I can't help myself. 
and I will I will as a bonus action put a shield of faith on myself just just in case or am I you said I'm not enthralled so no no you just you just can't move so okay. you can do everything else you just can't move okay so I will put shield of faith on myself That is pretty much my turn, I believe. You want to end your turn? Oh, right. Alarak. All right, this is my moment to shine. You said the crown was on this um, altar at the back? That's correct, yeah. And right next to that was a sword? That's correct, yes. Fantastic. Right. Let's run in to there. So that's 30 feet in total there. Okay. As you get that close to the dragon, you feel mm -hmm. this intense heat ra uh, radiating out of it. Fantastic. You take uh, three fire damage. Three fire damage. Oh, that's fine. Uh, what I'm going to do, I'm going to cast... Zephyr strike on myself. Okay. And uh, slap him with my stick for uh, casting spells on Wabani. <laughs> Ooh, natural. That's a natural wow. 20. That's how you start. Jesus, 26 damage. Oh, I didn't have him targeted, but okay. yes, 26 I'll damage. I'll add that on. And, so, uh... So. Yeah, go on. Oh, I wasn't finished. I was going to keep up going up to the, uh, up to the older. I have my, uh, double movement. Okay. And, uh, yeah, let's, uh, grab that old crown off the, uh, off the altar. Okay, so you can pick up the ground uh, as a uh, free action. Mm -hmm. Although you won't be able to wield your glaive while you're holding it. Like, as in, you'll have your glaive in one hand, but you won't be able to use it as an attack. That's okay. Can I not put the crown on my head? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe next turn, but uh, you can only do one interact object per turn. That's fair enough. I'll uh, stay here then. Okay. I've already got five movement anyway. And uh, that is my turn. Uh, oi! Scaly, over here. Okay, so Jace is going to step into the room and cast Suggestion. And he says to the, to the dragon, um, We're your friends. So you want to help us find all the uh, valuable values in this, valuables in this room and help us leave the grounds. Okay, make, make your um, roll there. Oh yeah. Um, as as you start uh, mentioning this to the uh, creature, uh, it looks to you um, like it's complying, but then it shakes its head in fury, using one of its legendary resistances to uh, shake off that effect. Oh, curses! 
Okay, so Jace um, is going to um, draw his uh, crossbow ready for next uh, next round and have a look around at the other other goodies in the room. So uh, you mentioned that there was stuff in the brazier. Um, uh, it's presumably on fire. Is it? Does it look like there's anything that uh, might be worth further investigation? Or uh... you'd have to get closer to um, find out, but it's certainly glowing um, uh, with the heat. Right. What about the corner with the splatty splat, splatters on it? What's in there? Um, that looks like um, some sort of uh, feces. Oh, okay, right. And the. Um... Uh, and the in the far corner with the with the water is it just water? Oh, you can't tell from where you are. It's just okay. some sort of cylindrical stone. Okay. Oh, Jace will sort of make his way over in that general direction. Okay. All right. Um. So. It will um, move up to Wabani. It uh, it walks along the ground, uh, roaring in fury. Uh, currently uh, ignoring Alarak at this stage, and um, That's not going to use it. There's no point. It's just going to lay lay into uh, your cleric. So uh, it, uh, it attempts to uh, swipe you, uh, Wabani, with a claw. Okay. And um, even with your holy Jesus. protection, it manages to connect. Wait, 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 wait. Can I... Uh, shoot. What's up? As a reaction, then I will I, I will do Wrath of the Storm as a reaction to him hitting me. Okay, so we can still use his damage. Yep. Uh, so I will do Wrath of the Storm as a reaction to that. Okay. And I guess I can target him and do it. Uh, he needs to do a dexterity saving throw. Which he succeeds. And I will lightning damage him then. Okay. So And and I say, hey, cut it out. Um, it's sort of uh the the shockwave uh races over him, but um he seems to take no notice and then comes down for a uh, a burning bite on your shoulder or attempt um, to. One question. Does the boar, wooden boar, react to him attacking me too? That is only if you're trying to take the boar away from the person okay. who's holding just wanted to be sure. Yep. But you can use the boar. You can. Yep. Wow. Getting low rolls there. So he um, bites down on Wabani 
and um, you feel uh, a scorching uh, heat as the um, there's a bit of fire that erupts out of the mouth as he bites down as well. Hmm. Ricky, you're up. All right. So I see the action's getting a little bit closer. So right now I get a little bit worried, and I cast Mage Armor just on myself. And I stay on the outside of the room, just keeping an eye on everything, really. Um, do I see any guards or anybody coming? Is there any signs out here that they've been alerted to what's going on? Uh, not at this stage. It, it's only been six seconds, so... Okay. So I just stay out here and keep an eye on what's going on. When uh, After Riki's turn um, finishes, the uh, dragon roars again. Um, can I get everybody to make another DC 13 wisdom saving throw, please? Well, you don't know what the DC is, but wisdom saving throw, please. That's 21. for Wobani. Phew, just. That's a five from Alarak. Yeah, so Alarak, uh, you get to mm-hmm. move half your speed towards the, the uh, dragon, and you mm-hmm. cannot move for okay. the end of your next turn. Okay, and um, as you get nearby, um, the the heat of the uh, creature uh, washes over you again. And you take uh, another three fire damage. Mm Mm-hmm. Wabani, you are right next to the dragon, so the heat of the creature uh, washes over you as well. So much so Shield that you break your expires. concentration. Breaks my concentration. Bogger. Okay, I will, uh, <clears throat> as an action, I quickly pull out the salve from my healer's kit and apply it to myself as an action. Ding. Oh, now I'll roll the same for HD. Oh, nice. There we go. The salve. heck of a burn cream. <laughs> exactly. And then I will uh, use a key point as a bonus action to do step of the wind, which allows me to disengage. And I can move my movement now. And I will get my ass way over here. Okay. So that's how you're walking? So well, as no, you walk. No, actually, wait, wait. Right. There's a burning tree there. I forgot about yeah. that. Uh, I will. Sorry. Yeah, go. I'll go there. Okay. And that's my turn. I'll be like, bad dragon, bad dragon, stop it. Hey, uh, hey, uh, Wabani, did you see anything in the brazier? My turn's done, sorry. So, um, at the start of your turn, um, the heat. Uh, of the uh, dragon washes over you again, Alarak, and you take damage. And lost my spell that I was counting on. Okay. Um, I'm annoyed at this dragon now. So, he's within 10 feet. I'm going to put the crown on my head. And then uh, strike him with my stick. Okay. Uh, bonus action, planar warrior. 
And that's a hit. Fantastic. Non-natural 20. Uh, that was to myself. I'll fix that. <laughs> You're so scared that you hurt yourself. Okay, I'll, I'll add that damage to uh, the creature if you want to remove it from yourself. Okay. So you, you sink your glaive um, into its hindquarters and it roars in fury. I'm assuming that's your right turn complete. It is. I'd just like to do the, you know, come at me gesture. <laughs> I'm the target here. Come on. Jace. Okay. Um... Actually, sorry, uh, at the end of your turn, he um, he whips mm -hmm. out his tail at you, by the way, Alaric. Bring it? Ah, a bit misses. Deflected by my loincloth. As always. Namta. Okay. Um, Namta, uh, so uh, Jace is going to um, cast Dissonant Whispers. Um, uh, actually, no. He'll, he'll, he'll fire his crossbow. And he misses. So the the bolt flies uh, overhead. Um, you, Jace is still not um, has having having difficulties quite seeing what's going on. Well, uh, believing that there's dragons in the world and that this one is uh, fearsome. Jace, seeing though that uh, Alarak has the has the crown, um, uh, steps out of the, out of the room and says, um, "Guys, we've got what we came for. Let's get out of here." I can't move. So you're ending your turn? Um, no, he says, oh, uh, Alarak, you can do it. Break free. And he gives uh, Alarak um, a, a dose of bardic inspiration. Long time. Shouldn't we finish it off so it won't follow us? Just as um, Riki says this, it strides over to um, Riki and Jade. And you hear a um, rumbling in its tummy uh, as it rears up and unleashes a wall of flame um, towards both you, uh, Riki, and Chase. Uh, can I cast... Do I cast shield as a reaction now, or...? Oh, it's no. a saving throw, okay. so it won't be effective. But a natural 20 will help. Oh, you both succeeded. Okay, so you both duck out of the way um, at the last moment, but um, now the dragon seems to be blocking the uh, exit. So the, it still sears the, the side of uh, both of you. Ouch. Riki. Okay. Um, I think I would probably be better off casting Ice Knife on it. Okay, that's a bad idea. I'm not going to do that. I've just had a bit of a think about it. Um, 
So probably good old, I think maybe Toll the Dead. So I look at it and I wave a symbol and I glare at it. And it's still saved, hasn't it? There is a a, a toll um, nearby, but it shakes off the effect. Ah, little bastard. So can I move? Am I? A, can I move away without invoking an attack of opportunity? Uh, only uh, some some classes have that. Uh, you don't have that at the moment. So I'm pretty much stuck, aren't I? Yeah. Let's well, deep disappointing okay as as uh, Riki uh, attempts to um, cast another magical effect on it it uh, roars again can I get everybody to make another wisdom saving throw please or I'll have to move closer to it <laughs> 20 that's all, a 15 okay so both Jace and Alarak uh, you move closer to it and uh, cannot move. Uh, obviously, you can't move any closer, Jace. Uh, and you are stuck in place. I've got to add the uh, fire damage from it being nearby. You also take uh, three fire damage. Wabani. Can I see what's inside the thing, the uh, cylinder to the top uh, above me? Uh, from this area, yes. It uh, seems to be a. Uh, large water bowl. Okay. I will move up to here and uh, wait a minute. Can I see Riki from where I'm at? Not easily. She's sort of um, uh, uh, sort of trying to avoid uh, a pillar of flame coming out of its mouth at this point in time. I will move up to there and Eyes as an action, I'm going to try to push over uh, this container, um, trying to aim it so that it splashes towards a tree. Okay. Interesting. It's very large and it looks very heavy. Um, I'm. Mm. But you can try. Okay, as I came up, did I notice anything in it other than it's just a, a, a tall... Like, is it my waist high? Chest high? It's it's probably um, just above your waist. And there's no, like, drinking thing in it? No, it's just a large uh, bowl of water. Okay, so I, I reach in quickly, I splash some water on my, my head, and then I brace myself against the wall, my feet against the top side of it, to push it over. Okay. Make a athletics check, please. I use my inspiration <laughs> that I do not have. Okay, here we go. Let's go, Wabani. Make it so. Uh, that would be a 13 with no modifier. You try as hard as you can, but uh, this is a heavy stone bowl that um, almost feels like it's fixed to the uh, floor and it doesn't budge. Oh, that was a dumb move. Um, can I see enough of Riki at this moment? 
you, you have a visual on her. All right, then I quickly, uh, as a bonus action, send a healing word in her direction. Okay. Doof. Oh, shit. Well, at least you got to roll your HD. Ooh, thank you. Brilliant. Okay. Um, and um, at the end of Wabani's turn, it uh, flicks its tail around towards uh, Jace. Uh, but Jace ducks out of the way. Alarak. So I'm wearing the crown, right? You are, yes. Uh, so I'm going to just do a, a terrible, really childish impression of him. Ooh, look at me, I'm a dragon king. No, 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 no. Cordwin Brown of Lorelei sends his regards, and I'll throw a hand axe at his face. <laughs> awesome. I give him inspiration for that. If I can. Oh, so close. Oh, it nice. For nine damage. Nice. It's uh, six into the hide of the uh, dragon, and it rules in fury. Can I turn around and like just check my posterior to try and tort it further? And, uh... <laughs> Make a performance check. You roared. <laughs> That's an eight. Nine minus one. Okay. Well, the, the lower roll might, might be uh, more advantageous here. That's my turn. <laughs> That's your turn. Jace. Okay, so Jace is going... He, he wants this dragon away from him. Um, so he's going to cast Dissonant Whispers at it and try to get it to run away. Um, so uh, he, he lowers his voice and whispers in his ear. You're uh, only a construct. You'll never be a real boy. <laughs> <laughs> you also take three damage at the top of your turn, but cool. Yep. I was hoping it'd be the end of the turn, but okay. <laughs> no, it's at the start. Okay. And uh, he's roll... casting it at level two. Level two? Right. Okay. It's, um... So it takes half damage still. And it doesn't move, I assume. Uh, correct, it doesn't move. It's um the the words seem to cut into it, uh even so it it the, even though it doesn't run away. Um and it looks uh quite um hurt um now. Okay, Chase is gonna use his bonus action to cast healing word on himself. You can't uh cast that because you've already cast isn't it with it that time. Of course. Alright. Um well thank you. Okay, um, it uh, looks uh, towards Alarak, um, but uh, sees a tastier target nearby, and um, since it uh, was hurt by Jace that turn, it's going to uh, attempt to uh, attack you. It comes down with uh, its uh, maw, and uh, you feel a burning pain as it uh, cuts in um, and uh, scorches your clothes. Oh no. Ouch. Put my clothes. 
and then follows up with a uh, swipe across the face. Let's not kill him. Oh, oh no. Then it looks to you, Riki, but uh, doesn't do anything. Riki. Okay, so I'm not very happy right now, but I just have a quick question. Is there any point to me using the healer's kit on Jace right now? Oh, it's pretty tricky, isn't it? Uh, I've got a dragon right in front of me, but Jace is down. It, it would stabilize him if you used it, and that would be your action. So you can either... It's, it's its looking heavily hurt. So Jace, Jace can lie on the ground for a little bit and bleed out. Yeah, well, I think I should probably just cast Magic Missile at a few times and just see if we can knock it down, then we can take care of Jace. Always yep, a okay. choice. <laughs> just maybe stop his clothes from burning. Yeah, <laughs> we should do that. Okay, hang on. So I get to cast four Magic Missiles. Speaking of burning, you take three damage at the start of your turn. Nice. Pew 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 pew. It's um it the arcane energy soars out of your hands and catches it in the wings and the claws and it uh, it roars in fury again. It's it's looking really hurt now. Oh well, it just die already. Um, and then it uh, roars in fury. Uh, everybody except for Jace, can I get a uh, wisdom saving throw, please? That's uh, a 19. Oh, shit. Uh, okay. I'm going to add Bardic Inspiration to that. Yep. yep. Was it D6 or D8? Uh, yeah, D6. D6. Oh, okay, so has to get a 6. <laughs> Womp. Uh, you, do, you do move 15 foot towards it, and then... Uh, are frozen. Well, you can't move anymore. Same with you, Wubani. I'm moving 20 feet. Oh, you'll move 20 feet because you've got uh, more speed. So you've got one teeny little gnome that's masquerading as a halfling. And that's it. So you'll pretty pretty much get adjacent there, Alarak. And um, as you get close, the uh, heat of the dragon uh, starts to burn your skin. Mm-hmm. Okay, Wabani. Uh, can't move, right? You cannot move. Mm. I will fudge. This is unexpected. Stupid. Mm. I will try to toll the dead on the dragon. As my action. It uh, shakes off the uh, noise and uh, seems intent on trying to finish off Riki. Budge. Um, and I cannot see Jace where uh, I'm at. So I will Alarak 
it's on you, and I would throw as another bonus action. I will throw uh, my healing word onto Alarak. Okay. As oh, you do this, the, the tail whips out at um, Riki and catches her on the flank. Am I able to now cast shield as a bonus action on that? Uh, you can if you're as a reaction. That. Sorry, as a reaction. Yep. So do I target myself, or what do I do? That's oh, okay. Um, yeah, target yourself to add the uh, plus five AC. And um, the tail sort of bounces off an invisible shield, and, and it roars in fury. I just I just really glare at it. I'm just a bit over this stupid dragon. Alarak. Which way is it facing? It's kind of um, focused on... Reiki at the moment. Well, then this is really going to suck for it. I'm going to try and poke it with the stick. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to end up with a dragon puppet. Playing a warrior. Nice. 25. And... Oh, describe oh, its nice. demise. Yes. I'd like to imagine that it it's just a nasty, nasty surprise from behind, and it's it's a, basically, I've got this this dragon stuck to this stick now. I've got a dragon on a stick. <laughs> it's an upgrade from the rap. Mm -hmm. It um it sort of roars uh, in in horrible pain as you uh, send the glaive in where the sun don't shine, uh, and it tries to get around, but uh, it collapses to the ground. Uh, and for a brief moment, your glaive uh, clatters out of your hand as the uh, weight of the dragon slumps to the ground. Um. You, everyone has a breather for a second, and then you hear another dragon roar nearby. I I quickly, uh, when it falls, I rush quickly to see if anybody needs healing. And seeing Jace on the ground, I'll use my healer's kit on him. And I will indicate to Jace, uh, or I'll indicate to everybody, if you've been healed by this kit, just recognize that uh, I cannot do this again. Uh until we've all had a, a night's sleep. So, if you're expecting healing, oh, I've got nothing left in me. I think we should grab the crown and run. Okay. Not just the crown, I'm going to bonus action do my dash thing. Uh, time's on my side, grab the sword, and run. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. So I'll catch up to those guys in two rounds, because I'm really fast. Jace is going to cast uh, Healing Word on himself as a bonus action. Okay. So can I get you guys to... Uh, uh, are you uh, abandoning stealth now and just uh, running for it? I'm going to go at their pace, because I can go as fast as I want to. What are these guys doing? Well, I'm a bit worried about that roar from nearby. I think it's clearly the second dragon, and we need to stay out of its way. I... If you allow, I want to run back, fill my water skin with water from that, and then dump it on the brazier and see if it does anything. And if it does nothing, then I'm out of there. On the brazier? Well, yep. you could do that. It's going to take you around to do that. Yep. So everybody Barney, is just... probably fleeing at this point in time. Let's get out of there, Wabani. Come on, guys. Let's run. Are you, are you waiting for Wabani or um, are you I... all heading out? I, I'm I'm debating here. Um, 
I'm 50-50 on the brazier or the tree. So if, if it's high, it's the tree. If it's low, it's the brazier. And guys, if we encounter any guards, we just need to screech at them. Run, run, the dragon's lost its mind. So I head back, I grab, fill up my water skin, and I'm going to spray the water on a tree um, as I leave. As you get close to the tree, um, the, the heat is intense and uh, you take three three uh, fire damage. The water seems to evaporate uh, as soon as it comes out of your uh, water skin. Fudge. And I'm running. Okay. Um, so, um, there is a lot of confusion. Uh, guards sort of running around. Um, can I get uh, everyone to make a uh, stealth check? Or actually, or a perception check. Ooh. Whichever oh, you so make a perception check instead. I'll do that. <laughs> I okay. rolled a, a one with a modifier to make it seven. Oh, no. Okay, so my perception check was 15. Natural okay. one, giving us total six. So um, you, you guys uh, attempt to flee the way you come. Um, Riki notices uh, some guards running in your direction. They haven't, it doesn't look like they've seen you yet. Can we duck down into an alcove? Quick, guys, duck into this, an alcove quickly and just let them can run have, past. Can I have taken the crown off? <laughs> Put it back. Well, the, count, the crown's probably <laughs> hidden underneath your uh, illusion at the moment. Oh, that's true. Okay, yes. But still. <laughs> yes, you could have put it in a bag. That's fine. All right. So, um, Riki's quick thinking and uh, quick quick eye uh, allow you to hide in alcove as the guards run past. Um, it's actually difficult to get past the dragon because it was blocking the doorway, but you do manage to get past it before, by the way. Um, and, Can we um, shut the door to um, sort of hide the dragon? <laughs> No, because it's in the doorway. It died in the doorway. Oh, well. Um, however, uh, you you uh, manage to avoid any other uh, imperial entanglements and um, find your way to the uh, stairs into the uh, up to the ground floor of this um, of this building. I say we make a beeline for the front door, get off the estate, and use the coin. I agree. Agreed. Wait, right, don't we have to get this? Isn't the coin taking us back to the... Mm, yeah, okay. Who cares about the other guy? We've got teleportation. Yes. Okay. So um, there's a lot of confusion on this ground floor. There's uh, servants outside of their room looking scared and confused and guards are trying to uh, herd them back and they don't seem to notice you at this point in time. Um, with it, Under this distraction, you make your way outside and um, whoever's holding the uh, stone... Um, Casts the uh, uh, uses the uh, magic words and with the which way the, the closest exit I assume the one you came in. No, what was the uh, password? Because I had it. Wait out. Wait out. Okay, yes. <laughs> um, Alarak fumbles for the words until Riki um, mentions it to him, and then with a with a uh, sudden jolt, you're you're whisked away and find yourselves in that same abandoned building. With uh, with uh, Zin Zintay uh, standing standing there, looking um, for all the world, excited. Did you get it? Do you have it? There was a dragon. 
Yes, yes, but the crown, do you have it? It was very dangerous. There was uh, water, strange water and a brazier and a tree that was on fire um, and poop. He turns, he turns to Jason and goes, do you have the crown? Can you get well, one I guess of the spells? I don't understand what he's saying, in fact, so I didn't answer. Retcon that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we, we, we do. We do have the crown. Give it to me quickly, and then you can leave. Well, then you'll take us home, correct? Exactly. Can I make an insight check? Sure. What's he saying? What's he saying? I got twenty. Okay. Um, he wants you the crown. Don't, uh, you don't sense any sort of falsehood from him. He seems seems really keen on on, on collecting the crown, though. Make him Cause, take us home first, Jace. Because is this in the past, and we've just changed the future? <laughs> possibly, possibly. It's all good. Um, he he seems to be uh, he seems to be uh, being straight with us. Uh, Alarak, can you give him the crown, please? Uh, okay, I'll take the crown out, put it on my head. As soon as he sh- calls me my lord, he can have the crown. Alarak, I don't think. Home. I don't think this is the sort of man that we want to uh, toy with. This is the only leverage we've got, Jace. What if he doesn't take us home? What if he decides to kill us for giving it to him? So you want to use the only leverage that we have to make him call Alarak my lord? No, I want him to get to take us you home and then point. give him the crown. Here you go, Jace. You can decide. <laughs> yeah, it's on your it's, head. It's on your head. Thank you, Alarak. I, I, you were dead, Jace, and I just brought you back to life. So a little bit of, you know, goodwill here. What exactly do you want with Barney? I want uh, to use our leverage for him to take us home before you give it to him. And perhaps How can a he thank do you that? to Donoru. He's not coming home with us. He's sending us home. Yes, for him to send us home. And then once we and- know that he's opened the door, then hand it over. He's he's um, while you're discussing this, he sees the crown um, that has been given to Jace from Alarak and goes, "Yes, give it to me, please." Jace is going to take a chance, and he, he gives a, he gives the crown to uh, 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 to the guy. Excellent, and as I said, a, a palm slap. <laughs> as I said, here's here's the gold I promised, and he throws a uh, a bag towards you, Jace, and then um, stands and goes. Stand, stand here, please. Do you guys okay. move into that circle? Yep. Jace uh, signals for the guys to go into the circle with him. Does the circle on this end ring any bells? Well, that was that. That was the um, the thing that you saw. Um, ah, right. I thought it was on the other end. Okay. Okay. No, there was no circle at the other end. Got you. Okay. Okay, so um, the as as you uh, move into the circle, the uh, sigils start to glow up in a uh, a purpley pink color, uh, and um, you um, feel the um, now familiar rush as you're just about to be teleported away, and and you can see uh, an extremely large smile on Zinte's face, and uh, he he looks to you as you disappear and goes, "You've made me a very happy man." And with that, uh, you disappear and find yourselves back in the uh, uh, location where you saw Fel, uh, Feldisha York's body before, well, the remains of it. 
the um, light column that was above her body is no longer there, though. It just seems to be an ordinary uh, dark cave. So uh, anyone without uh, dark vision, it's completely black to you. I can't see. Okay. He's killed us. Damn it. We're back. We're, we're back home. Oh. Then- I am. Um, I suggest that um, Riki would just humbly and with a sense of sadness make her way over to uh, Feldish's clothing and ashes and, and try and gather up what she can very carefully and respectfully. Is it still there? It is still there, yeah. Jace turns to Obani and says, See, Obani, you've got to learn how to deal with nobles. They don't like to feel that they're uh, being held to ransom. You've got to make them think that they've got all the control. And that's when you can actually get them to do what you want them to do. Jace, I'm not talking to you. That was a terrible thing that you did. We could have all died. And I saved your life. You did die. And I brought you back. Not happy. Well, Barney, I did the right thing. If we'd um, if we'd tried to blackmail the guy, who knows what would have happened? It's not blackmail. We were planning to pay pay him. We said we'd pay him. We just wanted to be sure that he gave what he said. You give it to him. What what right does? Why would he give it? I mean, it was just pure luck that he didn't kill us on the spot. There was some. He wasn't telling us the full truth. He was hiding shit. He sent us back. He was telling us enough of the truth. Um. And uh, do we have enough time to coin purse? How much is in there? The agreed upon amount. I believe it was a hundred gold each. Jace, uh, is, is there actually gold, gold in there, or was it? No, there'd be four hundred gold in there. Jace gives a hundred gold to uh, Riki, a hundred to Alarak, and he counts out a hundred gold and holds it in front of Wabani and says, "Wabani, I made the right decision, didn't I?" Is it real? <laughs> Bite it. Let's see if it's real. Jace takes a big chomp down on one of Wabani's coins. It certainly feels like a, a nice uh, gold coin, although the inscriptions on it are nothing you've ever seen before. <laughs> Luck. Jace uh, tosses uh, Wabani's coins. You're tossing me one gold coin at a time? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, he'll give it to you. I'll give it to you. Give it. If if he was really mean, um, there would be no light here and he'd just be dropping coins all around Wabani. Oh, I lit a torch. <laughs> <laughs> I, I lit a torch as soon as you said it was blackout. I started rummaging in my backpack to light a torch. Okay. Well, can I suggest that we're in no screaming great rush to get back so maybe we can uh, find somewhere comfortable and uh, take a short rest. I think it's a good idea. Okay. Probably wise. Okay, so I use a hit dice. You can easily have a short rest, no uh, issues. Uh, so if you're going to use a hit dice, Jace, um, it's going to uh, play some soothing music. Uh, 
uh, while you were taking the short rest and uh, you get the benefit of Song of Rest. So you get an extra 1d6 healing. Oh, lovely. I think I'm completely healed anyway, but thank you. Uh, oh, well. She totally ignores the song. But no, <laughs> little Bindi kind of sticks her head out you... from the bag and sways along. What musical instrument did you use? Oh, his lute. That's the that's his go-to instrument. <laughs> um, okay. But, so you know he can he can he can play the uh, the 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 lyre, and you know the, the Ricky does have a uh, that, that statue that she's still got. I hand over the statue. I say, "Fair is fair." Thank you, Ricky. Uh, Jace hands Ricky the scroll. Both the scrolls. Um. Well, so there were two, were there? Um, there were. Yeah. Okay, both the scrolls. Thank you. Okay. So, are you guys doing anything, or you just want to head back? I'm going to take a look around this area. Uh, just during that short rest, uh, checking out because there was a lot of coins on the floor, as I recall. Yeah, but you collected them all. All of them? Okay. Yeah, yeah. And uh, all coins, Avrak. And just uh, send out that kind of awareness and try and see if there's any uh, planar portals in the area. Um, surprisingly, no. There's nothing of that nature nearby. Hmm. Okay. I um and, I, sorry, keep going. And was there any uh when he was sending us back, did he say any particular words, any incantation to do that? Or it just worked? Um he it looked like the um he was waiting for you. He probably went through those incantations while you weren't there. Ah, alright. So that that statue is there anything special about it? Um, it's not magical. Uh, it's worth um, a bit of money though. Okay. You can uh, get it appraised in the city if you want. Um, I think I'll keep it. It's a bit of a sentimental item, I think. <laughs> okay. I take that um, redstone necklace and uh, reverently put it around my neck and say a silent prayer for the well-being of the woman who gave it to me. I hope she found peace. Could I give that sword a couple of swings, try and see if it does anything spectacular? Um, so, the... Um... As you uh, grip the sword and feel it, uh, it is a very well-weighted weapon, and uh, it's been finely crafted. Swing the sword feels natural to you. Hmm. Uh, Ricky, could you take a look at this? I found it in... I completely legitimately acquired it recently. Uh, <laughs> I think it might be magical. Okay, so would you like me to do, like check out any arcana that I might know of related to this object? Yeah, you can make an arcana check. Okay, so that's a 17. So you, you stand there holding onto the sword, um, spending a few minutes to uh, get a feel for it. 
it is definitely magical uh and there's a strong sense of magic to it um but the specifics of it uh, elude you at the moment it it's certainly something that um would probably uh, damage uh creatures additionally when when you hit it but um other than that um you were not aware of um, an item such as this. I hand it back and I say it's definitely magical. Um, I think we should, you should definitely hang on to it, but we need to work, find out exactly what it is. Next bandit I see, we're going to find out. Plus, I think it's tacky. I'm just saying. <laughs> is it tacky, DM? <laughs> <laughs> Well, you can call it tacky, but it's a finely crafted elven weapon. So it's tacky. Okay. I'm going to draw some orcish runes on it, try and improve it. Okay, so um, I think at that point we might uh, call it a night. Uh, your travel back to uh, Medanio is uh, uneventful, and um, you can get your uh, loot appraised. I think it will take the remains of Feldisha back to the uh, back to the Tinker camp first. Uh, to the guards first. So we get paid? Yeah. Because they might want to hold on to that. Oh, that doesn't quite seem right. But I mean, surely they can just look at it and then let, let them have her remains to put it to rest. That's what I meant. We, we, taking the, the remains to the Tinkers, they're going to say they want them and they're not want, going to want us to leave, take them to the guards and then come back. You have to show the guards, then the Tinkers. Yep, sounds good. Okay. Um, thanks, guys. Um, hopefully, we'll be back to a Friday night uh, game next week. And I uh, hope you enjoyed it all. Thank um, you very much. If you did have a good time, remember you can uh, vote um, at the Filthy, Filthy Pig Discord server, and you can also find us on YouTube and Podbean um, for the recordings for the podcast and, um, and uh, the video. Okay. Thank thanks, you. everybody, for a good night. Week.